0: Listen to Woke F Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Danny Shapiro, and this is The Way We Live Now. Each Friday, we're going to turn the show over to our listeners. We want to hear your stories. This is how we connect with each other, by sharing the way we live now. If you have a story, please do call us. You'll hear our number at the end of this episode. Our first message is from Susie, a listener in North Carolina who misses being able to visit her aging parents, both of whom live in an assisted living facility just a few miles away from her home.
3: Hi, Danny. This is Susie from North Carolina. The biggest impact that COVID has had on my life is that Um, I'm no longer able to provide any care or help or support for my parents. They're in um, a nursing facility in a retirement community about three miles from our home. Um, My mom uh, is 82 and has advanced Alzheimer's, but she still knows me, and my dad is 84 with multiple health problems. They live in the same room, a small room, together with two beds a dresser, um, a nightstand, and two chairs, mostly. They have a TV. I used to visit them at least three times a week. I did their laundry every week, would bring them things they need and be able to you know, go to the store, take mom and dad out for appointments as needed. And we go to eat Mexican every Sunday after church. And sometimes uh, one to three of their grandchildren that live here in Charlotte would also join us, and that was a big part of our family time each week. They've had to isolate in their room two times during this quarantine for 14 days each for potential exposure, but thankfully, they've been spared the virus, and there are no reported cases in their facility. We used to have extra help come in four times a week, four hours a day, to help my mom and give her some personal attention and care. But we haven't been able to do that because of the virus. And mom's not been doing very well. She's not eating. She's down to about 100 pounds. Um, and she's been declining cognitively. This is really confusing for her. So we got a hospice consult, and now she's under the care of hospice, but it's only about half of the kind of care that they can normally give, again, due to the restrictions of the virus. My biggest fear is that these last moments that she has that are good, I'm not going to be able to be a part of, and that she's not going to remember me when um, I can see her again in person. We can't even go and sit outside their window. They don't let us do that. Um, so that's what makes me sad. And their first great grandbaby was born four months ago and their grandson and his wife and their new great grandbaby are coming next weekend and wanted to visit them, but they're not going to be able to see her. So I'm sad about that. But I'm staying connected with my friends and church. I did teach mom and dad how to do FaceTime or actually I taught Dad how to use FaceTime. Um but it's really funny when we do that. Most of us see just a piece of his face and the ceiling. And uh he has a hard time panning it over to mom and he's like, Why are you so obsessed with this stuff? So it's it's kinda cute. Um we're trying. We try to do it um a couple of times a week and I talk to him every day. Um, but it's uh tough for all of us with aging parents that we we really can't touch and hug and feel, and they need that so much. Uh, but I am grateful that they're healthy. Um, I'm staying connected with my dear friends that are not in town um, through Zoom meetings. We do a Zoom meeting every other week, and my book club does Zoom meetings. And we've done it with some friends out of town, and that's been really, really fun. And our Sunday school is doing that, and our church is online. Um, and I'm thankful that my husband is working from home. So that's kind of a, a new thing. I've been doing it for years, but now he's home too. So um, we're trying to enjoy the cooking and the walk and the dog. But thank you for your podcast. I love both of them. And you're really bringing us closer to other people and what other people are dealing with. And I hope that it makes us all um, see the world through other people's eyes. So thanks again. Bye, Danny.
2: Our next message is from one of our youngest listeners, who called to tell us what life is like right now when you're six years old and stuck at home with your mom and dad.
3: Hi, Danny. My name is Abby, and I live in L.A. with my daughter and husband. And my daughter heard the very end of one of your recent episodes, and she wanted to tell you a little bit about the way she's living now. Hi, my name is Noah, and I'm six years old. I hate the pandemic because I don't have any siblings or anyone to play with. And my dad is working all the time. What, and what is your mom doing? My mom is helping me with my CESA work. She saw his is an app. Is there anything else you want to add? My dad just saved his head. <laughs> Thanks so much. We love the podcast.
2: Our last voicemail today is from Robert, a Georgia-based trucker, amazed by how different the reaction to the pandemic seems to be, depending on where he is along his route.
4: Hi, my name is Robert. I'm a trucker. I kind of volunteered for this. I, my mom uh, taught me to volunteer in times of crisis. I volunteered from the age of 8 to 18 with the uh, with the Red Cross, and doing uh, first aid at county fairs and things like that. And, uh, flood relief in the Midwest, and uh, every time there's a hurricane or something, I, I want to go do something. But work has been busy. I, I drive a normally I drive a truck for uh, movies and television in Georgia, but uh, movies aren't shooting. They're another industry affected because of this situation. Uh, every production's on halt. That's another sector of people who are out of work. So instead of taking unemployment. I took a, a trucking job because, you know, people need their toilet paper and their hand sanitizer. Financially, it's kind of a wash versus on the planet. Some days are better, some days are worse. The view on my window currently is clean because I just cleaned it. I'm at a rest stop. And uh, I have a lot of thoughts, personal, financial stuff, and what I'm seeing in rural areas versus urban areas. I spend a lot of time in Georgia and Florida and, there's some places that uh, require a mask to go inside and everybody's peaceful and there's other places where it's, it's chaos they, they, they just aren't following the rules. The silver linings, it's hard to see some days. Okay. I'll admit I got a pretty negative outlook on things, but whenever I see a negative, there's always an opposite positive to go with it. I've delivered uh, 50,000 pounds of toilet paper, 40,000 pounds of beer and they made new rules. For the drivers, but they can violate their hours of service rules for for being rested, et cetera. As long as the driver feels safe and rested, what comforts me? Food. <laughs> there's 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 a selection of food at truck stops, and I can't get my 53 foot trailer into wherever I'd like to get whatever I'd like. And luckily, all the drive I've walked up to in person have have served me. Truck stops are fine. They have a variety, but after a while, you're you've had it all. You want something else. The other day, I was lucky enough to uh, have my half-hour mandatory break line up exactly with a, a Krispy Kreme. So I got one of those those wine donuts. It was extra delicious because I, I like wine flavored things, and and it was uh it was different. Something different. Probably part of what made it so great. The silver lines is not doing something different in my country. I wish more people would step up and do their bit. Help a neighbor, help a friend, even with a phone call. You know, and, and help by, by staying at home and uh victory gardens. And I've got all these like visions of World War II movements, collecting tin and rubber and victory gardens and you know, we can all pull together and and fight a good fight. You know, some days I see that and some days I don't.
2: Thanks for listening to The Way We Live Now. Tell us the way you're living now. We want to hear. Call us on, you might want to get a pen for this. 909 713 8995 That's 909 713 8995 And record your story, and we might just use it on the pod. Also, you can join our Facebook group at facebook.com/slash groups slash the way we live now pod. We are creating a community here, and we would love for you to join us. You can find me on Instagram at Danny Ryder. The Way We Live Now is a production of iHeartRadio. It's produced by Lowell Beth Ann Macaluso is executive producer. Special thanks to Tristan McNeil and Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB.